Welcome to Badger Tough Inside the Circle. I am assistant coach Craig Picorni here with Hall of Fame head coach Alan Picorni. Every week we're here to talk to you about Bennington Wrestling. Um, as always, you can send us any questions that you want answered to the Twitter or our emails or anything like that. And uh, we'll make sure to talk about them on the air. Um, this week we're going to recap the EMC duels, and then uh, we'll look at the upcoming duels coming up. Um, anything, I guess we'll just kick right into to practices unless you've had anything special you want to talk that got asked of you or... No, no one's asked anything of me. Um, I don't know what, uh, not too much exciting with practices. Uh, other than, I guess, we're pretty much got to the end of Everything we're new stuff we're showing, and now the rest of the season goes into refining and uh, the technique that we've shown already, and maybe adding on to what you know different variations of setups and what uh, what else uh, throughout the rest of the season. But uh, that's really about all. Um, maybe go over some things that we see coming up with uh, competition that we know are things they like to do and are really good at. Well, yeah, that's part of it. I mean, we do that previously, too. Mm -hmm. and, you know, we've been doing that from the beginning, so I guess I, that's not a change there. But um, so the only thing is that practice is now this time of year uh, get almost less and less as far as per week. Like next week we have three practices because we got competition on a couple days during the week, um, following week. Uh, I believe there's three, there's four practices total. Um, you know, one of them is a lighter practice as we taper off for the tournament. But so, uh, you know, at this time of year, if you're not in shape already, it's it's tough to get into shape. Um, you know, we're and uh, yeah, I feel overall we're in pretty good shape. Maybe some individuals could work harder, but uh, conditioning-wise, we're in pretty good shape. Um, you know, it's just maintaining now and trying to peak at the right time. All right, well, I guess we can dive right into EMC duels. It was a Friday, had a little change up thrown at us with the weather, and Norris was unable to to attend Friday's part of it, but they were able to get there Saturday, so I believe they drew out of the hat to see if us or Waverly had our duel pushed to to Saturday, and one of us just didn't have a duel with it, them, and we ended up being the ones without the duel. Yeah, and, uh, you know, as much as that stinks, there's a, actually a couple matches I wanted to, to see out of that for future references, you know, down when we get to uh, districts and state especially. But, uh, you know, we do still see uh, these teams, or especially Norris, we'll, the one we haven't wrestled, we'll see them in a conference tournament. Uh, you know, I assume one of them, those matches I was looking for will will we'll get a matchup almost for sure, I would guess, unless somebody can't make it, sick or injured. But And the other one, you know, I, I don't know. But uh, um, otherwise, it probably almost helped us as far as state duel points going to not wrestle that, that duel. Um, and our JV's still got to get their matches in on – on Saturday, they were able to work them in on the JV mats. So they right, still yeah, got that some was, matches. Yeah, they got they got some matches there, and I, I think they might have even had a couple of the varsity guys uh, that 
you know, are less experienced, but in their lineup that might have wrestled a couple of our JV guys too. Um, so that was good experience for all in that case. So then uh, started off with our first round against Plattsmith. Um, Plattsmith's usually a, a pretty tough duel for us. Um, yeah, they're traditionally they're a, a strong dual team. Uh, won the state uh, dual championship about uh, I think three years ago, um, and uh, been pretty solid. Uh, we've always given them a good run for the money uh, most of the time, and but uh, um, you know when they were at their peak, uh, we came close a couple times, but couldn't quite beat them. So uh, it was nice to go out and get a big win against them here. Uh, you know they they still have a couple kids there that are that are real tough and and uh, you know that we wanted to see and and so that that was helpful in that matter right there but uh, you know probably a couple matches I was interested in uh, to see how they go uh, you know they have at uh, 145 they have Caleb Laney um, you know not too bad of a wrestler uh, you know Colby end up with a major decision, so that was good. Just want to see where we're at there, because um, I don't believe they've wrestled, uh, uh, you know, recently at least. Um, and then how Connor Breck would do against Josh Colgrove. Uh, unfortunately, that didn't go very well. Um, I don't know if Connor was a little nervous or what, but uh, um, went over a little bit too easy. But uh, you know, and that kid's a good opponent. Sometimes things happen. And, whether you like it or not, but um, so really, those are only a couple of matches. The the bigger matches I was most interested in, and in, in seeing how we would compete against them for for down the road. Uh, but uh, we end up winning fifty five twenty four, so pretty pretty solid win, and and that includes really one weight class where uh, you know we were open, um, and I think uh, uh, we fill that one. Uh, you know, with our normal starter, we're gonna win. We're gonna get a pin there, and so that's a 12-point swing. So uh, we still won, uh, you know, by a little over 30 points, 31 points, um, and there's a 12-point swing in there. So uh, you know, good, good, solid win, I guess. Yep. And then, uh, interesting, the one versus two matchup that they had set was round two with us and Blair. Um, it's kind of surprised they didn't put it near the end but yeah normally in dual tournaments uh you try you you seed them and try putting the top what would be guessed as a top uh dual match and uh, at, at the end of the tournament um you know and and uh, kind of make it a quasi final sort of thing yeah and i don't think anybody intentionally did it this way i think they just randomly put them in that's that's kind of my guess the way it looked mm -hmm. um but we had to wrestle them right away, and I guess we have to wrestle them one time or another, and and so uh, I guess get it all over with quick. The pressure's off, and and uh, uh, you know, and so uh, yeah, that was a, a, a big match up there, um, you know, and they were they were missing two of their guys, and we were actually missing. Yeah, I mentioned one earlier. We were actually missing two of our starters too. So uh, you know, kind of equal in that that way. Um, they were able to, you know, we were able to fill in one spot with a guy and the other one we couldn't uh, just because we don't have anybody around that weight. Uh, they did fill both their spots with backups, but one of them got hurt uh, and didn't wrestle us. But, 
So kind of if you're looking at missing people, it was kind of equal. So, uh, but uh, we, uh, you know, some of the bigger matches throughout that duel, uh, you know, we started 220 and, and uh, you know, Garrett got a pin as expected. Uh, uh, but one I went, really wanted to see was was next up, Jake Steyer wrestling Sukup from Blair. Uh, he's a very solid wrestler, uh, ranked in, in several of the rankings. And, and uh, you know, after seeing him this weekend, certainly deserving of that. And, uh, you know, Jake ended up uh, losing 10-3. to 3. Um, you know, didn't didn't give up bonus points. That was important. That's as far as the duel goes. Uh, you know, and he did get uh, give up some back points during that time, and did a nice job fighting off his back. And, that, and that's real tough at 285. Yeah, I mean, those little guys getting off your back. You, when you have a guy that's uh, 106 pounds on top, yeah, it's a little bit easier than than a guy that's 285 sitting laying on top. Yeah, so uh, you know, nice job, Jake, getting off his back, not giving up more. Um, I mean, in the end, it uh, didn't matter. It wouldn't have mattered, but uh, at that point, second match of the uh, duel, you, you have real concerns that that could change the outcome. So, but Jake, uh, um, you know, he, he didn't wrestle terrible against him. I thought it was, uh, you know, there's some things we can do with him. He's, uh, you know, he's still in development stages of learning, uh, you know, learning how to wrestle and, and some of the techniques and, and stuff like that. Um, you know, and just being a sophomore at, at a big weight like that, you know, just the physical maturity is is also a factor. And uh, yeah, I know Jake's fairly s strong for his age, and probably stronger than most kids his age. But uh, uh, you know, that's his age, not juniors and seniors that you're going against. Um, so there's a little maturity uh, difference there. But uh, uh, I, I thought Jake wrestled well overall. Um, but uh, certainly some things we can do a little bit better and hopefully make that closer and maybe someday uh, change that outcome in our favor. Um, then, uh, you know, 106, you know, this being a big duel, probably spend a little more time on this one, I guess, but the mm -hmm. 106, uh, Kale had uh, Jesse Lowe, just kind of an undersized 106-pounder, but the kid's uh, a real solid wrestler. Um, you know, the national level, he... Uh, you know, he does well for the most part, um, but uh, Kale had no no problem with him. Uh, I know Kale looked over one time when he was trying to pin the guy, and he had couldn't get the pin at the end of the first period because of his flexible arms and all that, but the second period, Kale was able to, to lock it up tighter and then, then get the pin. And, you know, again, we're we're needing that those pinpoints and, and stuff uh, at that point, especially – being concerned how the duel might turn out. Yeah, I guess a little, we didn't really mention it, but um, depending on the rankings, um, Blair's rated as high as, uh, I think, number three in Class B in duels. So They are number three. And not, number, not as high. They are number three. They're rated number three. In duel, state duel uh, rankings. And we're, and we're ranked number four, so it was a big, big matchup. You know, people. A lot of people looking at this to see, you know, how things might go down in February. Yeah, it was something that was mentioned that uh, this duel is, uh, you know, across the state they were looking at this duel as far as impact and Class B and and so um, certainly a big duel and an important duel not only for us but statewide but more importantly for us. Um, 
So anyhow, moving on, I guess, uh, 113, uh, we felt um, that uh, in, a, in order to win this duel, we're going to have to uh, take a little bit of risk uh, in changing around. Um, you know, and that was, you know, when we, before we knew that they were going to be missing uh, one of their guys. But even after we saw that uh, they, they didn't uh, weigh in, <clears throat> we, we still stuck with what we thought we were going to go and thought uh, as far as moving guys around a little bit, uh, Connor Ratonia had, had wrestled this Luke Frost. Uh, he's an undersized 13 pounder and, and, and a pretty decent wrestler. Uh, you know, he basically Frost is, is a 106 pounder, Connor's a 106 pounder. Uh, so they're both 106 pounders wrestling up at 113 in this duel. Um, I believe they've met before too. Yes, they have. Last year, uh, you know, Frost has been wrestling since he's been little, and, uh, and I believe he wrestles with the MWC Wrestling Club, which is one of the top clubs around the area. And so, very very experienced wrestler. Um, I know he's placed at the USA in, in the youth uh, divisions in the USA state tournament, which uh, you know placers there. Uh, that's like all class. That's not just class b it's all classes together so you, you place in that tournament that state tournament you're you're a pretty good wrestler and and luke has done that luke frost has done that for, for blair and um you know and connor's just a new wrestler uh just came out last year in eighth grade they uh how that went the first time they wrestled uh frost beat connor pretty soundly uh, almost tech fall him and and uh you know as we said before, middle school season's pretty short, um, but uh, towards the end of the season, uh, you know, Connor started to learn how to wrestle and and uh, actually beat Frost. I think he beat Frost. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he beat Frost. Yeah, he did beat Frost. It was another kid I was thinking of that had a close match against, but beat Frost later in the year, which is a big change. And then, but it was a close one. So. Still going into this thinking that, man, this could be, you know, this is a toss-up match for us. Uh, we're, we're thinking that uh, we could win this. Um, and uh, uh, so Connor comes out with a technical fall, 16-1 technical fall. So that, that's a major change from, from last year that Connor's really improved and, and uh, you know, be a quality wrestler by technical fall. Um, you know, and, and Connor still has a lot to work on yet, a lot to learn, and, and so that was very pleasing to see. And plus, it helped us out a lot. Uh, I was thinking we'd get a decision there, so that was a couple extra bonus points that we got, and, and uh, that was very helpful, especially at that time, because um, it was a risk, you know, with, uh, you know, Connor, you know, like I said, still an experience, things could happen, and he, he could end up getting beat pretty easily, but, uh, but uh, did a great job. And I think he has a great future with our, with our team. And um, you know, if he's he's one of those kids that I think if if he really decided to and wanted to, uh, you know, put full effort into into the sport of wrestling, uh, you know, and do a little more in the off season, um, uh, he could become something pretty special. But uh, that's something to talk about with him later, and we'll see what happens. And and uh, but anyhow, then we AJ we moved him up to 120. Uh, and unfortunately, their guy, um, and I was, we weren't aware of it, got injured in a previous duel, so they didn't have anybody at 120. Otherwise, what we would have done is just kept 
age it 13 to, to make sure we got a pin there uh, and not, not risk it. And, and they didn't have anybody that could fill in since they already are on their second string guy at that weight because that was one of the weights that their starter was out. Um, we would just put Con or Luke Woods in there to, to take the forfeit. Um, and we would have still moved Hunter Anderson up because we felt that uh, uh, they had a decent wrestler there that would, uh, you know, Austin would have had some trouble with. Um, you know, I, we have high faith in Austin down the road, but right now he's, uh, you know, a freshman, uh, you know, coming in uh, with, you know, a little confident, underconfident where, from where he should be. But, uh, but anyhow, so we felt we had a better chance with Hunter there to get get a win, and and uh, so uh, that's why we moved Hunter up. But AJ ended up taking that forfeit at 120. Uh, you know, I, again, I wish we would have known ahead of time so we could kept him down and get got him a match um and then hunter went up and uh and wrestled uh you know they they don't have it on the track wrestling but i had to fix it on our stat program that but uh luke bailey uh or not luke bailey shea bailey shea bailey yeah luke was must have been a relative that graduated last year but anyhow uh you know not a bad wrestler um you know, the get kids decent, and, and uh, Hunter went out there and got a pin. So, uh, great job for Hunter. Uh, we we're just hoping to at least get a win there. Uh, uh, but he ends up not only getting a win, but uh, also bonus points. Or that time we were starting to roll, and we were we were scoring points that uh, more points than than expected going in. So, things were going real well yet, but still a lot of a lot of duel left. You know, especially against a you know quality team like Blair. You know. Um, as you said, they're ranked uh, number three in the state. They're also the defending state champs. So, um, you know, mentally they're, they, they've been there before and they know what it takes to be state champs. And, and so they're not going to be afraid of us. And, but, uh, but we're rolling at that point. Uh, then we go up to 132, Matthew Coe uh, wrestling with Brody Carls. Um, Matthew's wrestled him before and has never beaten him. Uh, so... Uh, you know, that's one of those where we're thinking that, um, you know, it, 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 your logic says you're going to lose that match. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I know that uh, how hard Matthew's been working and what, what he's been doing this year. Uh, so as far as your pre-planning, you got to go with the other way, but also know that, hey, this is one of those that we can steal possibly. And sure enough, Matthew did a, a great job for, the, for most of the time. For, mm -hmm. Except for about ten seconds, uh, but uh, <laughs> made it a lot closer. Yeah, by that 10 it's seconds. a lot closer than it should have been. He ended up beating uh, Carl's uh, six to five, um, but uh, uh, at one point I think it was six zero, and really should have been eight or nine zero because he put the kid on his back, and the official blew the whistle with a minute twenty left because uh, they're using buzzers on their wrist instead of towel tappers. Um, and some reason the buzzer went off, he said. And so he blew the whistle thinking that the period is over and stopped it. And uh, problem is, you, it just nothing you can do about that. It just it, The whistle blew. You can't, can't award the points that weren't quite there yet. I mean, he got a one count, and, and it was tight that it was he was going to get at least two near fall, possibly three. And so end up that you know that changed. I mean, you could be up nine zero at that point, uh, 
But as it went, it was 6-0, but uh, I think it was at the, right at the end of the second period, or, um, you know, Matthew locked his hands, which is very unusual. Um, he did a switch, and he just reached over and just, you know, locked him up, and that's a that's a technical violation, so that's a point, and, and uh, then gave up uh, an escape uh, right after that because they stopped it, and, and – uh, because when you're on top, they'll stop the, the locked hands if no action's happening. And so they stopped it, and then the kid got an escape and a quick takedown on him that, I don't know if Matthew just relaxed or what, but uh, uh, I don't, he just looked like he wasn't ready. He looked like he was standing still. And and, uh, um, and that's why we preach constantly, be always staying in good position and, and always be ready. Um, I think he just, uh, you know, just, Relaxed for a minute, thinking that uh, the period's running out and got taken down, and now all of a sudden, six-zero uh, is all of a sudden six-four, um, you know, and so, uh, and it might have been, uh, you know, that I don't know if it was six-four, maybe it was five-four, but anyhow, um, you know, made it a very tight, close match um, that. Uh, uh, we were dominating, and it got a little nervous there for, for a second. That hey, you know, we're going to lose a match that we should have we had under complete control. But Matthew did a nice job. He uh, toughened it out and making it through. I mean, he actually did also bang up his knee a little bit. You know, nothing major, just a, a bruise. But uh, you know, it it hurt for a little bit there. That we had to take uh, you know, a few seconds of injury time. But uh, you know, and and. Sometimes you, you kind of get worried when they're tight like that, one point match. That uh, what's going to happen, and and uh, um, you know, but Matthew toughed it out and made it through, so and got the win. So that was that was key there. We, uh, you know, when I did my pre dual analysis, you know, with both of us full teams, um, I had them winning by three. So that was one of those that cha- would have changed if things would have went exactly as planned would have changed the outcome of the dual three in our favor. So that was a turnaround for us. Um, you know, Robert Green would have next had this Hank Frost. Um, there's something about this Hank Frost that Robert has in his head. Uh, I think Robert could beat him if he wrestled him uh, at his best. Um, I don't know if Robert took a real sh- shot during the whole match. <laughs> you know, it, it's, uh, I, I, you know, I don't understand. Uh, and part of it is they've been wrestling each other since like middle school, and and Frost back then had, you know, had, had won, and and since then, Frost has always won, and Robert just can't quite get past it. Even when he's winning, something will happen, and he'll get turned on his back and pinned. So, um, but uh, Robert didn't get pinned. The kid is a tough, real tough with his halves and his claw ride and. And throwing in halves and putting guys on their back and pinning them, and, and Robert is uh, generally um, <laughs> that's generally what happened to Robert. Uh, so he did a nice job of fighting that off, defending that better. Uh, he did lose a match six zero, but uh, he didn't get pinned at least, which which uh, is key to um, that's three points he saved, and and that's important. Uh, you know, it can be important. So all these little things that have been happening uh, really add up and, and can change outcomes of duels. Um, you know, we, we talk a lot about when guys get beat, don't get pinned. 
um, or don't give up bonus points or, or uh, the opposite way, go for bonus points too. If you can get a pin rather than a tech fall, that's always one more point. If you get, you get a major or, you know, anything, uh, you know, score as many points as you can for the team and always be, even when you win and always be looking for scoring more points and looking to, to get the pins and, you know, that's how you win duels. Um, but you also got to look at the opposite side. If you're getting beat, don't give up the, uh, the major decisions and, and tech falls and pins and things like that. And so, uh, you know, in reality, yeah, Robert lost, but he also, uh, kind of won, scored some points for us, it, you know, cause I had him getting pinned there just because that's how it's, that match has gone the last three or four times. Although hopefully by the end of the year, Robert gets that out of his head and turns that into a victory. Uh, next, we got uh, that. This was another one of those key matches um, uh, with Colby Puck and Charlie Powers. Uh, they wrestled last year. Powers beat Colby the first time and um, and maybe even the second time. I don't know if they met at conference or not. I don't remember. Uh, Colby had a tough bracket there whether he, they met up or not. I don't remember. But anyhow, I know Powers had beaten Colby early in the year, but Colby got a, got him back at districts and uh, kind of caught him in a move that they weren't ready for and pinned him at districts. And, you know, sometimes you can do that and get, and get lucky. Uh, uh, you know, I'm not saying Colby was lucky in that case, but maybe a little bit. <laughs> uh, it was kind of unexpected, and it wasn't a move that Colby had been used to doing, but uh, suddenly it came – came to him well, and, and i don't want to don't want to say it either because right give it out to our uh, uh competition that might be listening in like i say <laughs> the move although probably everybody knows it knows him yeah. now because that's been his move now since then well and colby at districts kind of got on fire there um knocking off guys and, and getting in the district finals so yeah but anyhow as far as going into this duel uh, it, it was based off last year's results. It was a toss-up, uh, I felt. Um, and I actually did give Colby the favor there in, in my expectations to win by decision. Uh, but he ended up winning 11-0, uh, you know, major decision, dominating fashion, you know. Um, so that's that's scoring an extra point for us, extra team point. And, you know, again, just uh, – you know, every point matters, and when you get three or four guys scoring extra bonus points or not giving up extra bonus points, those points add up pretty quick. Um, yeah, but even at that point, I think uh, it was still – they were still within striking distance, or I think it was 36-6 at that point, and even with five matches left, they could have – you know, Blair could have suddenly rolled and – yeah, and we, it wasn't we, over yet, even though we had a pretty pretty big lead. Yeah, and we we're going into some of the, I don't know if it's really strength of their team, but um, the part of the lineup that still uh, favored them more than us. Uh, so we didn't know how that would go. We knew one place we were giving them six, and and uh, the others we don't know. Um, you know, we we're going to give them that six points at that open, but. Uh, so we, until we had it locked up, it, we weren't comfortable. At least I wasn't. <laughs> nope. It was uh, hard because they also split the duel after that match. So trying to coach one mat and, like, you're still, like, halfway looking back 
over and over and over again to see how it's going on the other mat. So it makes it tough when they split those duels when they're close duels. Yeah, like and that. I wish they wouldn't, but uh, that's one thing the EMC says we have to do, and or you know, at least the tournament director and um, you know the officials did kind of hold it off for a while, but uh, at that point they thought it was out of out of hand. Like you said, what thirty six to six or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that looks like it got out of hand, but it's not wrapped up yet. Um, you know, they can go on a, a run like we did and get win five matches in a row and maybe by pin and all of a sudden win it. But fortunately, that didn't happen. Um, our, you know, our guys kept wrestling well. Uh, you know, another toss-up match, I thought, was Connor Breck against uh, that Dil- Dylan Berg. And, um, you know, I was hoping that we can get a win there, but uh, Connor ended up losing 5-3. Close match. Um, you know, a couple little things to work on yet with Connor and, you know, he's got a lot of natural ability, um, but uh, still a work in progress there. And, and I feel that he's got a high ceiling yet, too, that uh, another year or two, uh, going to see some special things out of him, too. Um, but uh, he ended up dropping a decision there. Close match. Uh, you know, it could have went either way, just a couple little things different. Uh, then uh, 160. Tretton Jones and Nico. Um, you know, Jones is a pretty decent wrestler, and Nico's is still still pretty inexperienced, and uh, end up getting pinned in that one. Uh, then next up at one seven, we got Logan Burmester against Gabe Estes. Uh, you know, Logan had a tremendous tournament this this year, or yesterday, or the weekend. Um, you know he beat everybody and scored bonus points against everyone and uh, which is really good uh but uh you know this is another one too that not sure how it was going to go uh previously before the duel so uh could go either way and uh, logan did a nice job of uh, winning 10-0 scoring bonus for us too in in the process and, and so um you know again those bonus bonuses keep adding up and 182, that's where we were open, giving up forfeit there. Um, six points for them, nothing we could do about that. Uh, and then we finished off with Hunter Thompson. Um, they have uh, another guy, they, uh, Derek Lewis, what's the, I think what is his name? He's a good football player, <laughs> and a real good football player for them. Uh, normally at 195. Uh, he did wrestle in the tournament, he only stayed out two duels. Uh, ours is one of them. Um, at that point, the duel was locked up for us, and I think they just kept him out uh, to save him for later. Um, Dexter Larson, maybe? Yeah, Dexter Larson, that's what it is. Okay. But, uh, um, you, know, I, you know, I think Hunter would have been competitive in that match uh, e- either way, but they didn't wrestle it. Uh, he's got a little thing going on, injury or something. I said, no, but uh, he looked pretty good in spike ball. In during the break, so <laughs> I don't think he's injured too bad. But they want to, you know, whatever they they held him out so that because uh, the duel was out of hand and and then maybe it was to give him some experience. But uh, but we heard the otherwise. But again, uh, he looked pretty healthy in spike ball, and, and um, but Hunter did a nice job. Goes out and takes care of business. Finishes the duel with the pin and uh, gave us forty six twenty one win. So um, you know that's. 
you know, as far as, uh, like you're saying, you're looking down towards the state uh, dual tournament, um, you know, we, even if we have all the guys in the lineup that should have been, uh, if we wrestle like that, um, you know, not the state duels, if we run into them, uh, I, I think we're in good shape. Uh, although it's, you know, things can still go either way. We, you know, we, we can't uh, get too comfortable thinking that, oh, we got it locked up because, um, you know, things can change pretty easily. Uh, but uh, anyhow, that was good for our guys. Um, got the toughest one out of the way, we felt. Um, but still some tough competition coming up down the road. And then we got out a little early because our third round was supposed to be against Norris. And like I said, they weren't there on Friday. So we got to head home a little little early after beating the number three team in, in Class B for duels just to come back. And on Saturday, right out the gate, had the number, I think it's number eight team in Class B in Nebraska City. Yeah, they're a, a solid dual team and they beat scott earlier in the year and i know scott was missing a couple guys but still doesn't doesn't matter you you know he still beat scott and and uh and uh, they've been winning a lot of duels so uh very solid team and and even in that pre-duel analysis um you know it uh with us missing a couple guys uh it didn't look good it, I, I still thought we could win, but uh, uh, it was too close for comfort. So, kind of, kind of had to be ready for this. And uh, we had, yeah, we had them first thing in the morning on on Saturday. So we're uh, we're gonna have to be ready right away. And that's one thing I think we do a nice job of getting our guys ready, uh, you know, to start off with. So I was hoping that would be a little bit advantage for us um, that we were going to be more ready than they are. Uh, but uh, that waits. We started off at 106, and again we we looked at putting Connor Rotoni in there uh, to help us out. Thinking, uh, you know, that looking at those first four weights is what we looked at, and uh, um, thought that uh, you know they they got a two two of their toughest guys are at 113 and 120, um, and. Uh, they had a pretty solid 126 pounder there, um, thinking that uh, he, when I looked at it on paper, um, I figured we were going to get one pin and one decision. They were going to get one decision and one pin, so uh, it was going to be even nine to nine after the first four matches. That was kind of what I was looking at. So kind of look at all right, how can we, you know, we got this pretty good backup in Connor Rotonia and we you know we got some options is there anything you know and I looked out throughout the whole uh um all the weights not just those four but uh, uh that was one place that I finally decided that we could make a little bit of move and, and help us out um you know so we, we sent Connor Tony in there and uh, uh they have a pretty decent um, wrestler and actually they have a, a very good wrestler is ranked at 106 but uh, for whatever reason he was injured and uh, not there um, so I thought okay uh, we got a good shot at this um, with with Connor uh, but you know they got a pretty solid backup at 106 just like we do and 
And uh, unfortunately, we got in a situation that Connor wasn't familiar with. And, you know, as like we talk about the experience, um, you know, he didn't re react uh, in, in, a, in a way that, you know, could help defend himself and end up on his back. And that kid was, was a strong kid also. And, and uh, he ended up getting pinned there. So kind of getting nervous already whether this really is going to backfire on us because that's one of the risks about moving around. It, it might backfire on you. And, and so, because the next two matches are not going to be easy. Uh, you know, and you know, even though we got Kale and, and AJ, um, you know, there's no reason why that those, I mean, if we don't pin, uh, we, we might be in, in trouble on that. But uh, Kale did a good job and, and, and uh, got a pin in the first period against a very solid wrestler that, uh, at 113 that um, many people are, are 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 thinking that this kid can is Carlos uh, Prados that's how I pronounce the name but Carlos he uh, he's rated in some of the rankings and and in fact I think he's rated over AJ a couple places and 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 I think a lot of people like to saw that match I would have liked to seen that match between AJ and Carlos uh, but uh, we're looking at how we're going to win this duel because um, like I said I I think you know, on paper, the way we were with what we, that lineup we had, the current lineup, I, I looked at a five-point difference in the duel, and that's too close for comfort. You know, one match go the wrong way, and we lose it. And I don't want to, you know, you don't want to lose a duel. So we had to go with what we thought was best um, for the team in this situation, and that's why we moved Kale up, because I figured Kale would get a win um, and some bonus. Uh, a pin is even better, and, and he did uh, did do that. Uh, you know, and AJ moving up to 120, he, he had guys no slouch himself. So uh, this is going to be a tough match for AJ. And so, he, you know, AJ went out there and did a great job too and uh, turned his opponent over and got a pin also. So now they're starting to – these guys are starting to make me look better. You know, whereas <laughs> I was looking like I didn't make – like I wasn't very smart to start off with. But uh, um, now they're doing better. And so we're in good shape. Worst case scenario, they get a pin, and we're back where we were if we just stayed wrestled straight up. But uh, uh, and Hunter Anderson, I thought that he would have a chance, but uh, uh, he wasn't. I, I don't know if he had some a little bug or something, but he and I didn't know this until after this match that he wasn't feeling as well as normal. And and uh, in fact, we almost didn't wrestle him the last two duels, but uh, he said he wanted to go, and and uh, um, you know, but anyhow. And in those last two duels, he had a much easier opponent, so that played into a lot of that. But, uh, but uh, you know, and this kid was a tough, tough opponent for for Hunter. And and but I think uh, being healthy or, or feeling better, um, I don't know if Hunter could have won it, but I think it would have been a lot closer because he just didn't look like himself out there wrestling and and made some mistakes and things. And but he did uh, at least he didn't get pinned. That was good. Uh, you know, gave up a major, but, uh, you know, like I said, pre looking at it before, we were going to be even coming out after that fourth match, but instead we were ahead by two. So the gamble paid off, even though it wasn't a lot. Um, but as you'll see later on, we, we went through this and, and, uh, you know, guys did a nice job of getting extra bonus points where we thought we were going to get wins, we we're getting bonus. And, um, and so did a real good job, um, I looked through what uh, some of the if there's any kind of highlight matches there. I mean, 
rattle off uh, four pins in a row. Uh, after right. Match. Yeah, and those most of those I I felt Colby would get a pin, uh, but Matthew and Robert, I thought those were going to be wins and maybe just you know major or just regular decisions, uh, but they both got pins. So yeah, those are also key. You know, adding extra team points on for us. Um, Connor Brett getting a pin too. Um, you know, they that was a match too that I thought, hey, we, I think we could win, but I think it's going to be one by decision. You know, which is seven or less point difference. Uh, so you know, that's three extra team points, and um, you know, so uh, then after that, we traded a couple wins, a couple pins. Um, you know, Logan again, like I said earlier, he was on a roll yesterday, and. Uh, he gets a pin there, um, you yeah, know. Then we give them their their uh, forfeit there. That's that's what really or hurt us there. That's a twelve point swing, and that's what made me nervous going into this. Uh, but at that point, we were pretty good shape by then with what our guys did earlier. Uh, you know, wrestled better than expected, and so that was good. Uh, Hunter had a tough opponent. He ended up getting pinned, but. Uh, it was closer than that for a while. Um, that was also probably one of their better wrestlers too. Uh, maybe not their best wrestler, but at least a good wrestler. Um, and then uh, end up last two, Garrett getting a pin and, and uh, Jake getting pinned uh, um, by their Alfredo Valquier. Um, you know, Alfredo for Nebraska City, he's, uh, he's ranked, and uh, I think uh, he may even improve in the rankings too. Uh, he looked really good and, and won the outstanding wrestler of the tournament, and, and uh, he did kind of. And Jake kind of helped him look outstanding too. But, <laughs> and I think that, and you know, looking at that match, um, you know, nothing against Jake. It's something he's got to learn too. Is um, you know, don't be intimidated by people. I think just the impression I got, the body language. Uh, I think Jake was a little bit nervous, or more than normal. Uh, that kid walked out there. He was a big kid. He probably. I guess I don't have the weights in front of me. I could have looked it up, but he, he probably looked like he was close to all 285. And uh, and the guy walked with confidence, um, you know, kind of strutting around. And and I said, it's okay to – I tell our guys, hey, it's okay to strut around a little bit if you're confident as long as you take care of business. Mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, you know, I think that kind of intimidated Jake a little bit, and I think he knew about his uh, ranking. And so um, – didn't give up much of a fight, and part of it is the other kid just being extremely aggressive, especially for a heavyweight and and uh, and strong and everything. So, um, you know, hopefully that's something Jake will learn from and make him better down the road. And one of these days, that'll be Jake out there scaring the daylights out of some little sophomore. <laughs> so, anyhow, finished up big, good win. I mean, shoot, forty-eight to. To 30 over the number eight team um when you know we pretty much gave up more uh opens and or we gave up one less person than they had or you know we like i said we had that one open there that gave them six points and i, I think that's a 12 point swing so good solid win against a good team and so really after that after that duel um we pretty much knew we we had the tournament in the bag uh the next two duels were uh the teams uh coming up um you know are are down a little bit for various reasons but uh 
um, we knew we had the tournament one, so the pressure was pretty much off of us. And, had to go to going to lunch feeling pretty good. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know I had to talk with the guys too. I said, hey, you know, now we we we've had the toughest competition out of the way. Um, you know, and I told them that we we'd have to really it'd be a choke of the century to to not win this thing, but uh, but don't don't let that uh, deter you or 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 change your preparations or anything because you want to go out there because one-on-one there's going to be some tough matches one-on-one we want to go out there and wrestle well and and continue to dominate and and uh, uh you know finish right you don't want to go out and lose matches you should win uh just because you're relaxed and thinking hey the team's got it wrapped up um you know so um so yep we went into a break after that i guess well we had a buy for that round before lunch and then so just had an extra long lunch and the coaches we got to go get the front of the line for the food and guys had extra time to play their their hacky sack to keep warm up that hacky sack is uh has a nice benefit that keeps our guys loose and uh they don't sit around the whole time but uh then we came back and in the second to last round had waverly um, I don't know if you want to dive into any matches on there. Yeah, there's there's some individual matches that are good. Uh, <clears throat> overall, uh, you know, Waverly is is really hurting right now. They started the season off ranked and 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 deservedly ranked. Got a couple uh, injuries really yeah, hurting it, them right now. Yeah, some some injuries really hurt them, especially in this tournament. One of them they're going to get back, and the other one doesn't look like it. Um, you know, their heavyweight Trevor Brown is, uh, was, uh, got third last year in state, um, and expected number one coming in this year, he got injured in football and he's out for the season. There was talk about it, maybe making back for districts, but uh, we saw him walking around there on crutches and, and I, I don't see any way him coming back for districts with that, the way he was walking around, which is, you know, too bad for them and, and everything, but. And then they also have another uh, number one ranked wrestler at 170 that uh, um, was uh, was out. Um, you know, if uh, uh, that that kind of hurts them too. Uh, he looks like he's going to be back soon. He's he was there. Uh, he had a sleeve on his knee and and just a slight limp that you could hardly even notice. He, um, but so I think he'll be back soon, if not next week, shortly. But. So they're they're kind of hurting in that area, and they were a team that was ranked. Um, you know, they got some other good kids in there, uh, lineup. But uh, um, you know, it was too bad that uh, for them. Uh, but you know, um, as far as the individual match, I think the the one of the top matchups I was looking at looking for coming in uh, was at one thirty two. Um, you know, against uh, Trey Grave. Uh, Trey Gray's a pretty good wrestler. In fact, I, I'm not so sure him and Matthew haven't wrestled uh, a couple of years ago. And I'd have to look that up, but I I didn't uh, before this. But I think they might have wrestled. Uh, if not, I think maybe the same weight class. And that kid was always ahead of Matthew. And and uh, you know I know that kid has been getting some considerations for ratings and things like that because he's had success over the years. And, but uh, you know Matthew. Uh, uh, did a real nice job and and 
actually got won by major decision, 11 to two, and really controlled the whole match and and wrestled great. And um, you know, I think I mentioned this before how how well Matthews, how far he's come along this year, uh, the improvements he's had, uh, just tremendous. So uh, great win for Matthew there. Um, you know, again, like we mentioned earlier, we're uh, we got the duel should be not a problem, but we want to wrestle well individually, and Matthew certainly took that to heart and took care of that. Um, let's see. We're trying to see what other matches we had that were uh, highlight. Um, um, you know, Robert had a, had a decent wrestler, uh, had a good win, 6-4 there. Uh, you know, Connor Breck, you know, still working. He had a, a strong kid, um, looked like a good athlete. Uh, was able to come away with a three to one win there, uh, real good for him. Um, you know, Hunter Thompson had probably their best wrestler out there, uh, today at least, or I guess yesterday, but uh, uh he ended up uh getting pinned by him. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get to see a lot of that one because that's when they split the mats again, and um, I think it was somewhat. Close. I mean, not. Looks like it was four to nothing in the third. Yeah, you know, I, I knew that the guy had control over it, and then he then he got the pin. Um, so, you know, Hunter's Hunter's one of those guys. He's a sophomore, uh, wrestling at a big guy's weight class. He's a hundred. Probably could really be a hundred seventy pounder if he if he wanted to. Um, you know, but uh, uh, we got Logan at one seventy and. And uh, Luke at 182, and and so uh, he's put on the weight in the off season, not only to help help him on the line in football, but also to move up and into a spot that he can uh, wrestle. And so, but uh, that just means now you're going against uh, older, stronger kids that have been in the weight room for uh, four years that are seniors, and and that's kind of what he's up against. And, uh, you know, and, and Hunter, he's also one of those that's very little wrestling experience. Uh, you know, just rest started in middle school and only did, never did club. And and uh, so he's very early in his career and, and uh, you know, is, you know, doing well as far as success goes, consider, considering all that. But um, technique, we need a lot of work there. If we can get that, um, he's going to be something special down the road, too. So, um, then at 220, they, they avoided Garrett. Um, that didn't help them a whole lot because they got Jake then. <laughs> and uh, Jake did a nice job. And, and that, uh, that Crowder from Waverly is a, a pretty decent wrestler. And, and in fact, I think he's a pretty good lineman in football, too. And, and uh, uh, there's talk about him being a pretty good wrestler and, and certainly is. Uh, if I remember right, his record indicates that. But uh, uh, Jake did a nice job, picked him up high in the air, and took him down safely, and put him on his back and pinned him. So uh, that's what they get from running from Garrett. Um, then we finished off at Kale. Had a forfeit there. I uh, didn't have anybody there. And then AJ finished off the duel. Um, kid got injured right away. He was actually injured before that. You could tell he was wearing a brace and. And, uh, you know, it seemed like I think he was just trying to go. But, uh, you know, because nothing really happened that you could tell 
that AJ did. I think the kid's knee just twisted as it went down and and re-injured an old injury. But anyhow, we come away 52-21. Uh, good, uh, good, solid win there. Um, you know, against a team that's been kind of beat up and, uh, you know, but still has some quality individuals left, but not quite what they could have been. Um, but I think even with their two studs in there, uh, we still win that duel comfortably, and but uh, they they make it a little closer. But we're yeah. also missing one stud too. So yeah. anyhow, so that's how that duel went. Then we uh, last duel of the day, we had Elkhorn um, in the last official round. Um, pretty pretty big, you know, convincing win there. I don't know if there's any the matches you want to dig in on that one. Um, yeah, I don't know. You know, Elkhorn's um, a little bit down. They're, they're down this year. Uh, they've been down for a couple of years, actually. Um, and uh, and it might get worse with Elkhorn North taking all their kids. Yeah, they're splitting their well, kids they're up. Sp- splitting them. That's what we hear. That's what the coach says. That uh, when Elkhorn North opens up, basically they they they're splitting the schools. They'll lose half their kids again. And so. Uh, um, you know, but but that guy's been doing a, a decent job there. He, he's been there only two years, um, and uh, you know, I noticed you know, one of the officials was talking about it that uh, um, you know, yeah, they're they're pretty far down, but uh, you see some fighting the kids that you mm-hmm. didn't see before, and, and uh, so you see improvements. And um, I know they got a pretty good 145 pounder freshman. Um, yeah, he's he's the son of a state champion from David City, and I know his dad real well and stuff, and and so uh, you know, pretty decent wrestler there. Even though Colby took care of that one, and um, yeah, they also had an, another one. Um, for some reason, my screen's not working, so I'm not able to get it up. But uh, I think there's a Harrah Hill in there that's, that's fifty two, yeah, fifty two, yeah. It's real tough, and and. Uh, uh, you know, so those those are their best wrestlers probably, and and uh, but uh, but yeah, overall they're they're kind of down. We end up winning um, something like uh, six. What? Yeah, my screen's not working, Craig. So you got <laughs> sixty to, tell to me. eleven. All right. So, um, like you said, uh, end of the day, a little bit more relaxed than started the day. Um, came away with the the conference duels champion. First time we've had that. First time in duels. We won the individual mm-hmm. tournament in the past, but not duels. And, and you know, I, you know, I hear some talk about how the EMC is down and stuff, but uh, you really think about it. Uh, you know, when they're down from when you know, we had uh, Elkhorn South and Gretna, that changed the du- uh, EMC quite a bit. It did change, it, yes. Um, but uh, think about if. Elkhorn South was there. We beat them handily. I think we would have beat them again. Um, Gretna, they finished below Elkhorn South and us in our, our Badger duels, so I, I'm comfortable we would have would have beaten them. So um, with them, we would have won it anyway. Um, but even that, uh, you still have uh, three ranked teams in, in the dual rankings, which uh, – it is I think I believe it's the best in the in the state as far as uh, conferences go. Uh, I don't think any other conference has three ranked teams. Um, so still pretty solid. I mean, 
uh, solid tournament. Uh, maybe there's a couple teams down a little bit, and one of them's kind of beat up, but uh, uh, but uh, um, you know, still an honor to win that uh, that dual tournament and and uh, looking too at our at the EMC history and state duels. I think we won five of the last six years uh, state championships, or as many as four out of five, something like that. I I had it in the uh, newsletter last night that I emailed out, but. Uh, um, you know, won a lot of state Four championships. Four of the last five is what you said last Four night. Four of the last five. Okay, that's that's what I was thinking. Uh, and even then, there were some of those years we had three of the top four teams were class class B, or I mean EMC teams. And so great history there, uh, you know, with the EMC and, and dual uh, and very strong. So uh, definitely it's been a tough tournament to win. Uh, I remember uh, some of these years, I think the year we were runner-up at the state duels, um, you know, said that our our EMC dual tournament was tougher than the state duels was even, and and uh, for a while that was the case. Um, it lost a little luster, yes, no question there, but still, still a good uh, tournament to win. Um, you know, we had to beat the defending state champions to do it, so uh, not too many teams can do that. And so, real proud of our guys for getting it done. So. Uh upcoming week uh like you said a little starting to get a little lighter on practices jv's got only two practices really um because uh, Light, lighter in numbers but not in quantity quality <laughs> just as that just won't as change just as good a quality just a hard as hard to work hopefully the guys uh work just as harder harder and uh but monday uh jv heads to oakland craig um they start at four o'clock, so um, some guys probably aren't going to watch much of the, the national championship game in football. But that one's always a good one. I think five mats there and a bunch of teams. Yeah, they have a lot of different teams there. Um, I think Millard South is there with their JV. No, not Millard South. I, I don't know if there's. I don't remember them on on the list that I had. I did, Maybe that was sometime in the past. Then that was, that was Fort Calhoun, I believe. They're there. Um. And uh, maybe Elkhorn, but mm. uh, uh, the following week. But anyhow, it's a lot of uh, uh, B, C, and even some D type teams um, that go to it. Uh, it is it's a good experience for our guys. A lot of matches. Um. And uh, uh, you know, so a great experience for them. What we're going to do in the future, I don't know that. You know, and I hate to base what we do off of something else, but uh, I do know the national championships are important for some people, especially <laughs> if the Huskers ever get there, which who knows if that'll ever happen in the near future. But but uh, um, I've been kind of wanting to put something before Christmas because there's not a lot for our JV guys before Christmas, and we kind of bunch them up after that. Um, you know, and this is one of those tournaments that eh, maybe we'll uh, – drop off and and move find another one before christmas and maybe not i don't know we'll see that's something we'll talk over this as a staff and see for the future but right now it's good experience for our guys great was there um just uh uh the only thing one other thing i don't like about it too is it it like you said jv's get two practices that this week and and that's that's hard um you know although the competition will keep them uh, keep their conditioning up but mm-hmm. uh 
Um, problem is some of these duels on Tuesday and Thursday, there's no guarantee they'll get matches. Um, right. And it may or may not, but and it's a pretty big JV tournament, a lot of teams there and it goes, you know, kind of late, not crazy late, but it does run later on, you know, during the school week. So. Yeah. And when with that extra hour travel too, and being late, mm-hmm. um, maybe we'll, well, yeah, we'll look at that, but right now it's it's good experience for those guys. No matter what, we're gonna if we find something, it'll be equal to or, or better than what we currently have. Um, but for now, that's what we're doing. We're uh, JV going out, um, and then Tuesday uh, we go to the Rumble in the Ring um, against Syracuse at Syracuse. Uh, that's scheduled for six o'clock start time with the JV. Um, it looks like. They only have one JV, according to their coach, that matches up. But so, and it's going to be a quick start uh, for varsity. So if you're coming to watch varsity only, which hopefully you're always coming to watch JV and everybody supporting the entire team. But uh, um, if you're, you know, thinking that hey, I, you know, I got to work late and. I'll try getting there for varsity. Well, varsity will be starting about 6.05 probably, <laughs> so you may want to get there early. Um, but, uh, you know, Syracuse, um, you know, now that we're getting the EMC duels done, be done scouting them out and everything. Uh, it was a busy week trying to scout all that out, figure that all out, and try winning that one. Uh, you know, Syracuse as a, as a team, we should be – you know, it's kind of like I would I'd equate them to something like Waverly. Uh, they got some good individuals in there, um, except for the injured part of the Waverly. Yeah. They got some good individuals in there, and then they got some some holes that uh, are, uh, you know that uh, we shouldn't have any trouble uh, winning that duel. Um, I know I think they got a thirteen pounder or six pounder somewhere around there is pretty solid. Uh, again, I haven't got to scouting them too much and then being class C now uh you know I'm, I couldn't tell you off the hand top of my head what where the other better wrestlers are is you got a six pounder who's ranked and a yeah. 70 pounder and then their heavyweight is ranked okay yep I they usually have a good heavyweight yeah um but uh so like, like I said a couple of good individuals so be good experience for those guys um you know if we do what we're supposed to do, we shouldn't have trouble with the duel. Um, you know, and I mentioned earlier, Rumble in the Ring. That's kind of a name we gave it uh, uh, way back when we were in a capital conference about uh, 10 years ago or so. Um, Syracuse, uh, you know, they were on the ver- They were in Class B and C on the edge. Always they bounced back and forth once in a while. Uh, you know, obviously we were Class C at that time, moving up to B and. Uh, we, we left the Capital Conference, and, and uh, at that time, it was pretty much us and them battling it out every year for co- conference mm-hmm. titles. Uh, talking with their coach at that time, uh, who's now moved on, that we'd like to keep that duel or keep that competition going and made it a duel and tried to spice it up a little bit with uh, a, as a trophy duel where the winner gets to bring home a trophy, uh, Eric keep the traveling trophy for a year and then the next year but uh we kind of went different directions well i don't know if we went different directions so much as we went up and yeah they, they kind of dropped off a little bit because they, they were pretty solid i mean they were i think they were state runners up in 
in the individual tournament a few years a few years ago, about ten years ago or so. So they uh, they've dropped off a little bit. Still have some good individuals, but but we've probably gotten a little more solid, especially as dual teams. And we've won that tournament or that trophy every year since we started it. So it hasn't been much of a traveling other than it <laughs> comes on the bus with us and comes back on the bus with us. Yeah. So when we're away like this year, <laughs> but you know, before that, I tell you what, they, we were, it was close all the time. We, we dueled them a couple, you know, ever since the conference, uh, we left the conference and the first couple of years, I mean, they were close, they were close duels and they won some and we lost some and, I mean, we won some, and they won some, and so very close, even, and it made a lot of sense. It was a good thing, and then once we started that trophy thing, it changed all in our favor, <laughs> and I would hope that we keep that. So we need firm. to have a trophy duel for every duel. So we Maybe so. Win them man. all from here on out. <laughs> yeah. That, if that works, let's do it. But uh, I, you know, I. Looking into the future, I don't have a crystal ball, don't have plans either way. Whether we continue that duel or not, I don't know. Like I said, we've kind of gone different directions as far as uh, we've grown into Class B and high into Class B as far as size. Uh, they were B, they're kind of on the edge, but they've been C most of the time. And so, uh, you know, and, and the score's been fairly lopsided, so... Uh, you know, you don't want to insult another team and just drop them because they've had a bad run for a while because um, you don't know they may come back. Because uh, ironically, uh, back in the uh, uh, mid to late 90s, uh, Elkhorn dropped us because we were going different directions. We were, we actually dropped down to Class D in 1995. And, uh, you know, they were a B, big B school, and they and they put it to us once or twice. And their coach kind of said, hey, you know, um, we're going different directions as far as size and all that. Mm -hmm. and, you know, don't want to insult you, but we're, this duel isn't helping either one of us. And, uh, now look at the, how that's changed. So <laughs> anyhow, you, you don't know. They may come back because uh, they've been a traditionally a solid wrestling team. And, and they got a good coach there. Just, um, you know, sometimes you – you can only coach what you got in the room. Especially but, when with smaller teams, sometimes you only have so much in the room. So right. whereas mm -hmm. the bigger the school, sometimes you got more more chances to win the lottery. How's that? <laughs> Pretty much, yep. So um as far as this year goes, that's kinda how that duel is expected to, you know, the, the good matchups, like you said, that you mentioned and um with their ranked wrestlers and and a couple of those would be good for us, and, um, but we should have shouldn't have too much trouble there. Yep. And then Thursday we head out to Logan, Iowa, for our tri triangular between uh, Logan Magnolia and Takema Herman. Takema's got a lot of rich tradition in Nebraska. Um, we've been dueling them since I've ever known, and then probably the '70s or earlier. Yep. And uh, Logan's Logan Magnolia is a traditional powerhouse in iowa duels in their class so yeah you got the sheet here looks like you want to talk a little bit more about that yeah, just to remind me on all the time so i can uh, be accurate with <laughs> so, telling people but, uh, supposed to start six i believe on two mats one's a jv mat and one's a varsity mat right yes that's that's what we do we 
with the triangular. That way uh, you can keep things moving along. Um, you'll have JV matches going on at the same time as varsity matches. Uh, a lot of times I'll, JV will just go back to back to back and keep wrestling and, mm-hmm. until they're done, and then that mat sits open for for the rest of the evening. Uh, but uh, as far as the schedule goes, 6 o'clock, uh, Takame and Logan Magnolia wrestle, um, and then uh, we are the second duel, uh, Bennington against Takema, and then the, the last duel, and, and really the, a lot of times in these situations they put the feature duel at the end, and and uh, and that's kind of what it's going to be, Logan Magnolia and us. And, um, you know, as far as, you know, again, I haven't got into scouting them too much. I, uh, you know, I've looked a little bit at Logan just uh, just briefly, um, being curious and stuff. But uh, uh, Takema Herman, uh, you know, like you said, traditional powerhouse uh, during the 70s, 80s. 90s and early 2000s and 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 has really kind of dropped off since then um they still have some good quality individuals um kind of like syracuse Uh, i don't know if they're probably at that at syracuse level either they they they've kind of um you know unfortunately gone down a little bit and and uh, now they got a new coach. Maybe they'll get that turned around. Uh, you know, I know the previous coach that was there. He tried hard to get that thing turned around, and uh, uh, you know, and I think he was doing doing okay. But he ended up getting a job somewhere else. I think back home with with family or his wife's family. Yeah, it was close in... close to his his home stomping grounds. So, but anyhow, um, you talk about tradition. Uh, they got it. Uh, <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, tradition doesn't win now. It's kind of, uh, they kind of remind me of Husker football. A lot of tradition, but falling on some hard times right now. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, they may be worse off than that, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know, I guess. Because they had a lot of their tradition was pretty, pretty well, good. Well, I know, yeah. Yeah, and a lot of great history. I mean, you talk about, um, you know, some great stories and stuff between our two teams. I mean, I could tell you stories about things well, that I've done and I know before my time there were some great stories of, of the duels between I think there's a book out there that has some stories in probably, there. Might probably probably do our but, plug of the Badger Tough book. Anybody wants to hear those stories they can go to that gym in town and buy it. Buy the book there or you can go on the website and we we got it on the website too. But anyhow great, great stories that you know it just Number one versus in Class B when back in probably the famous story of all time, at least my time, is the 1990 duel with Takema and and uh, they were Class B number one ranked. We were Class C number one ranked, and and we put it to them. And um, years later, found out from one of their guys that uh, that just mentally broke them the rest of the season. And they, <laughs> I think they ended up third in state that year. They just weren't the same after that. He felt and. But anyhow, uh, a lot of great stories. And another time we, I remember going up there, uh, we were, weren't expected to win. And I don't know if we were even ranked or if we were ranked, it was low, a lower ten, top, uh, top 10. And they were number one ranked and, and we beat them in their own home. And, and uh, so anyhow, a lot of great history there. Unfortunately, again, like I said, history doesn't wrestle this year. And, and 
Um, that's one of those you wonder why why we're wrestling. I guess we've kept it because of history. And again, like I said earlier, how do you, you know, is it is it going to be time to to end that one or not? And however, it's kind of tied to Logan Magnolia. So with the triangular, um, two purple teams to wrestle. Two purple teams. Yep. And and Logan Magnolia's uh, again they've historically been a strong strong dual team in Iowa. Uh, they are again this year. They're going to be a good duel. Um, I haven't had a chance to scout everything out and and see how it's going to go, but uh, um, you know, there it, it's it's a duel that uh, they'd probably do very well in our EMC conference. Uh, you know, they they might give Blair a good run for their money too. So um, they're you know and they just changed coaches too recently so i've been kind of curious how which direction they're going to go um you know their head coach they changed but the assistant coaches have stayed the same um you know sometimes when you see coaching changes things change a little bit um so far they haven't changed a lot they're still look like they're very solid and got some good wrestlers they've qualified for state duels in iowa 15 times and in 18 seasons, last year was their 15th time in 18 seasons, so they're they haven't gone down at all yet. <laughs> so yep, that's why I said they're they're a very good dual team, mm-hmm. and uh, the main thing is uh, the style of wrestling, how that changes. That's that's the thing because kind of got to know them that uh, their style. Um, they had a great coach there for many many years. Obviously, how many times they've been in the state dual tournament in Iowa. Um, but uh, uh, I always knew that we wrestled them. I felt even during Scott's um, run of their best state championships, you know, they're, you know, right now they're, you know, they, I thought that Logan Magnolia probably was overall the best technical team as far as their technique, uh, even better than those Scott um, dynasty teams. Um you know, they just didn't have the same athletes to work with that Scott did at that time. But uh, they could take a kid that was pretty average and make him a, a darn good wrestler. And and so we always, it was always a great duel for us that we had to wrestle, you know, solid technique and beat solid technique. I, I think that's great for our kids and really makes us a better team. So, um, you know, I, this is going to be a great duel for us again. Uh and again, you know, as far as their technique goes and their style of wrestling, uh, yeah, as that coach, current coach, I think it's probably a second year, as he, you know, gets there, as he gets his time there over the next three or four years, he'll, you know, kind of morph into his style of wrestling. And I don't know if that changes or not. Um, but uh, anyhow, right now they're uh, a good team for us to duel. And, and part of that reason for... Uh, you know, not dropping to because we're kind of tied together with that. And who knows? We'll see what comes down the road. Yep. So uh, after Thursday, this will be a, a bye weekend, bye Saturday. So no tournament on Saturday. Um, I don't remember if I saw any plans for practice on Saturday. Well, that's – there's nothing on the schedule. Um, there isn't plans for it, but uh, that could always change. <clears throat> I, Usually we've had this for the last couple of years and, and, uh, it's worked out. Okay. But I 
tell the guys, if I don't think we have a good week of practice, we're practicing Saturday. So maybe that motivates them to practice well this week or something. <laughs> Hopefully they just practice well every week. They should, yes. Yep. So uh, I guess go th- into our weekly update of the state duels wild card. Um, I just refreshed the NSAA page that has the updates on it. And let me double check that the points haven't changed, but we're sitting at sixth now. So I moved up one spot from last week at 44.5238 points. And ironically, we actually dropped after wrestling, I uh, dropped in points. Right. Not in places. I mean, we fortunately, but we had a forty-four point seven average before the EMC duels and forty-four point five average after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's because there's a couple teams down low, and, and some of that might change too. Uh, some of the EMT teams haven't put in their results yet. That maybe bump somebody up or bump somebody, and could also bump them down. But right. But uh, the good news is we uh, we are through majority of our schedule. Five uh, we got duels tw- left. We got twenty-one duels in. We got five duels left, um, and and uh, unless we do poorly, I mean, it wouldn't take much to drop us out either. I mean, we, if we win the wins, we should. Um, you know, I, I think like uh, um, Takema and, and Syracuse, we win those two, we shouldn't have any problems. And and uh, uh, Logan Magnolia. Uh, if we can pull that one off, that's actually going to help us out because, like I said, they're a strong dual team. Um, then we got uh, two Class A schools and in Burke and, and Papillion La Vista, and and again, I haven't gone scouting those yet and seen where they're at, but uh, I think we have fair chance of winning those or at least w- splitting them. And if we can come out, finish four and one uh, or better. I think we're we're sitting real good in the state duels, so um, that's that's positive. I mean, that, this was a kind of a key weekend for us to finish out uh, and, and put us in great position, and I, and I think we're we're there. I think we're in good position as long as I mean we still got business to take care of, but like I said, four and one, which I think we have a good chance of doing that or or better, um, and I think we have a decent chance of going five and zero the rest of the way if we stay healthy and and. Uh, and wrestle well so yeah and i know there's some teams that still have you know the, we've talked about their out-of-state stuff they're getting full points for so there might be some shifting down above us um but yeah there's two yeah then. there's two teams i see there that i think um as the season plays out uh you know like I said, we got 21 duels uh, mccook is ahead of us they got five duels mm-hmm. um and looking at their schedule, they got uh, some tough ones coming up. Uh, in and uh, <clears throat> they have a couple out of state teams that are max getting max points on. So uh, as the season progresses, I think you'll see them go down below us at least. Uh, you know they're an okay team, but I don't know if they're a state to dual quality team. And and so I'll see. I could see their points dropping. Uh, I see Auburn dropping down. Um, the other teams ahead or you know they they may change places as they get more duels i know adam central's right at number two undefeated right now talking to their coach they're they're getting into their tough part of their duel schedule now they, they thought felt that they had the easier part and early and tough part later so that may change a little bit although i they're they're a solid team too i i expect them to beat the state duels and 
one of the top four or five teams too. Uh, and Gary's a good team, but they they're only got three duels right now. But they got a bunch of duels coming up. And while we're we read through our uh, strength of our duel schedule, some of these others are just kicking it off. So things will change yet over the next three or four weeks, quite a bit. Yep, and we'll get to see Gehring out at uh, out at Lexington this year, so we'll get a a better chance to see how good a team they are, and maybe yeah, and that'd be an individual tournament, but mm-hmm. still, you, you get a good gauge as a dual team what they'll be like. Yep, but but great, yeah, that's going to be helpful for us seeing them at Lexington. Yep. So, um, anything else you've got on your list of things you want to go over? Nope, that's about it. About an hour 20, so maybe uh, people have to play it at one and a half speed. I know that's what a lot of people do with podcasts. What I do with podcasts is listen at one and a half speed. So we talk really fast. But once you, I know, so Tracy, my wife, doesn't like listening to it. It it messes with her, and she just does not like to listen to podcasts at one and a half speed. Can't listen to, can't have me playing mine at one and a half speed, but I, landed upon it i don't know listening to a podcast and they were talking about it and yeah the first couple times it was a little weird but once you get used to it i mean it's just like some people just talking a little bit fast he just it sounds like they're just really on the ball is what it sounds like so i don't know there's a pro tip for anybody that wants to cut the the podcast down under an hour listen at one and a half speed why would you ever want to cut down a nice conversation about wrestling I don't know. Detailed I mean, conversation. If you, maybe if you if you got an hour window and you want to get it all in there, you don't want to wait. You want to get it all in now. So okay. Anyways, um, tune in next week. We'll recap um, Oakland Clark, uh, Oakland Craig JV, the Syracuse Rumble in the Ring duel, the Logan Takema triangular, and then we'll preview the upcoming uh, Omaha Burke duel. And uh, we kind of touched on it the the Lexington invite. So uh, listen in next week. Um, As always, subscribe, rate, review. It helps people find the podcast is what I hear. Um, And lets us know how good we're doing or not doing. Haven't had too many people complain yet or any, I think. But now that I've said that, probably some parent's going to come up to me on Tuesday and be like, oh, it was terrible. How could you make it an hour and 20 minutes long or something? So... Just tell tell your friends and family to check out the podcast. Um, Until next week. See ya.